right. I agree. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He knows the quickest way to a man's heart. Angioplasty, chef and restaurateur, Andrew Grohl. She's known for her sports and her spunky reports. Outkick host, Charlie Arnold. Ladders avoid walking under her for bad luck. New York Times bestselling author and Fox News contributor, Cat Tip. His rings are on loan from Saturn. New York Times bestselling author, comedian, and former NWA world champion, Tyrus. Hunter snorted everything he could, but does that include grains of wood? This week, Hunter's lawyers filed court documents arguing that what appears to be lines of cocaine in a picture, see that? are nothing more than lines of innocent sawdust. Yeah. If you believe that, I have a few kilos of Colombian pine I'd like to sell you. Here's a closer look at the pic. I mean, come on. You see in the mirror's reflection three distinct lines of some kind of powder. I have to admit, it does look a little different than the 50,000 other pictures we have of Hunter's drugs. Hunter's attorneys argue that federal prosecutors mistook those lines as blow when it's really sawdust. Because, of course, who doesn't neatly arrange their sawdust in three perfect lines? What, did Hunter hire Charlie Sheen to renovate his bathroom? The photo was used as evidence in Hunter's felony gun case. And speaking of guns, how soon before Hunter's lawyers also claim that the gun in question was actually a novelty lighter? (laughs) But here is where Hunter's defense gets even more preposterous. His attorneys claim that the picture was actually sent to Hunter by his then psychiatrist. The psychiatrist apparently said it was sawdust sent to him by a carpenter who also was a coke addict. A coke addict carpenter. I think I had the same guy remodel my kitchen. (laughs) But they claim the reason the picture was sent was to convey that Mr. Biden, too, could overcome any addiction. So you get that? A Coke addict carpenter neatly arranged sawdust to look like lines of Coke, snapped a picture of it, emailed it to Hunter's psychiatrist, who then sent it to Hunter as inspiration to overcome addiction. This story is totally unbelievable. Much like everything we've been told about the Biden family. Frankly, you'd have to be on drugs to believe any of this stuff. (laughs) But then again, it could be true. After all, who can forget the time when an embarrassing video of me surfaced on the Internet? No one still believes that I was giving the Heimlich maneuver to a donkey. It's because you were holding his little leg so tight. He He was on his leg. It was... I get it. Andrew. It's almost so preposterous that I'm almost rooting for him. This is like the, the, the steps involved to explain this makes your head hurt. I know, and I'm a father of four, so I've heard a lot of lies. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, like, look at 2024. We got Ben Shapiro, America's best rapper, and now we find out Paul Bunyan is his drug de- Hunter's drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But th- this is an opportunity for me to talk about sawdust, because there's a problem in America. Did you know that most shredded cheese is actually tossed in cellulose, which is sawdust, pre-shredded cheese? And Americans are using pre-shredded cheese at a rate that I think is actually harming our wallets. So what I want to do is I want to talk about the fact you can grate your own cheese, save the money, 
money. Get rid of the sawdust and the pre-shredded cheese and make America great again. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Little clever pun there with the greats, you know, huh? You know? There you go. Yeah. Oh, you did some work today. Charlie, uh, what if this is true? Are you buying it? Well, I don't know about, you mentioned Colombian pine. To me, that looked more like pure mahogany. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm buying uh, the sawdust, the, uh, that whole excuse, but the people who are buying into it, uh, they have bigger problems than we probably realize. Uh, but the thing is, on the subject of cheese, remember years ago, Hunter Biden also said that he had smoked Parmesan cheese mm. that he found in the carpet That's of right. the crack house that he was residing in with that random woman. Mm. Uh, so who knows? Yeah. Maybe he really was snorting sawdust while he was high on other drugs. I mean, stranger things have happened in Hunter Biden's life, I believe. Yes. You know, Kat, uh, how did he get the psychiatrist to do this? No, it's so amazing. The whole story is so amazing. Like the, the whole thing, this, this guy's a carpenter, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you don't understand. He was just, it was sent to him. It's from a guy who was building something and there was some hijinks going on in the shop. It's like, who sent you the photo? Tim the Toolman Taylor? Like, <laughs> think about it. Like, is it the carpenter addicted to cocaine? Was this a defense or is it like, the combination of an episode of Home Improvement and then like some info from Tim Allen's Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It if might you know, be. you know. But now they're gonna have to call in the psychiatrist. Which is brilliant because yeah. he client confidentiality, he can't speak. Oh. Mm. So of course everything is filtered through the psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Much like that <laughs> on the wood right there. Listen. <laughs> This, oh God, I always feel like I'm telling on the brotherhood every time I do this. God, I hate Black History Month. Okay, look. Um, men are, we, Greg, you kind of know this. We, we put bat signals out when we want the fellas mm -hmm. to do something. So apparently somebody was planning, sent out the bat signal Apparently, there's three lines for everyone. Bring your wood. Yeah. It's going to be a party. So that's what that was. That was the bat signal because at least one of the guys in the crew had a wife. Mm. Not saying it was me, but I'm just saying that when your friends try to help you escape these so-called wingmans, they send you random pictures that are like, it's like a puzzle, mm. you know, like a crushed beer can with a truck with an Applebee's way in the back was like, drink beer in the truck, we'll eat at Applebee's, don't tell my wife. So that's, that's all this, that we were just solving, remember that old TV show where you solved the trick, like yeah. jigsaw and you solved the thing? That's all, you keep signing these pictures, eventually you'll see like a pole, a random steel pole somewhere. Yes. Probably some legs, Yes. a body bag, some zip ties, a pistol, and a child's daycare. <laughs> I'm not solving it. <laughs> You're our Columbo. Up oh, next good, is good. Gen Z full of jerks who blow off work. Thank you. Gen Z don't think it's required to show up when you're hired. You may have heard of ghosting, a behavior typically associated with dating, where you abruptly stop communicating with someone without explanation. Of course, some people experience ghosting more than others.
The practice is common among Gen Z, and now they've started doing it with employers. A new survey found that 93% of Gen Zers admitted to skipping out on interviews, and 87% said they even accepted a job offer only to not show up for their first day of work. It should be noted this study is from the UK, so none of the jobs were for dentists. <laughs> Cheap shot. The kids claim that bailing helps them feel in control of their careers. No surprise, their flaky flights of fancy have left businesses struggling to hire people. Plus, without a job to tie them down, they could spend their days doing what they do best. Nothing. Which raises an interesting question. How do you have a career if you constantly blow off job interviews? Maybe it's actually kind of smart. After all, wouldn't you prefer that someone who didn't actually want the job not show up at all? And if you're a boss, be happy that you just dodged a bullet. A person who blows off their first day of work probably isn't someone you want working for you. So the kid probably did you a huge favor. And it's the kid's loss when you think about it. I mean, he ends up missing the first day of orientation. You know, that's when my staff learns about their benefits. <laughs> when I model robes. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, are you Gen Z? I'm not Gen Z. I'm a, a millennial. Oh. There you go. You know what's funny is this data says that you can prevent ghosting with a higher salary. I could see that. Yeah, I know. Right? It's kind of like I'll take the job. pay them more. That kind of works across the board. Well, exactly. Do you think this is unique to the Gen Zers? I do, but it's actually a reverse trend because I just identified myself as a millennial. I recall being ghosted by some of the jobs that I applied for Yes. when I graduated. Like, I remember applying for a job as a reporter in Idaho Falls, Idaho. There's only two reporters in the whole area. Yeah. I mean, and I was a, it was a Fox, CBS, and ABC all rolled into one. Mm -hmm. They never got back to me. Mm. I thought I had a great interview, so I was a little bit astonished. But when I look at the path that Gen Z is headed down now, I think about like the ease of it all. They yeah. go to college, they can fail college classes and have it wiped off their transcript in some cases and future employers will never know. Mm. They could probably get their student loan debts wiped out by Joe Biden. Mm. And then they graduate only to blow off the employers who are trying to give them a golden opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I imagine if they're treating potential employers like this, what they probably treat their significant others like. So I just want everyone here, please hold me accountable even if I'm desperate. Never let me date a younger man. Please. Mm. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on, I'm on the fence. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take what I can get at yeah, this point. Cat, yeah. um, but on the other hand, it's not like you owe these people anything, right? These bosses, they could fire you at any moment. Yeah, I don't think it's easy to be Gen Z either. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the lip injections alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's more time and pain than I'm willing to put in, clearly. Um, I also just, I think it's, I think it's, they just miss that the part of the job that's good is the part where you get paid. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I don't know why you'd put in all the effort to like going to a job interview, putting yourself through that to knock it, even like con men, they, sh they ghost you after they have your money. Right. Um, but that's like an important part of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not like, gotcha, like what did you get? Yes. Like are you just addicted to the thrill of the scam? 
I think Jets, I think people admit they don't understand what a career is. Like yeah. a career has to be something where you make money, right? And millennials, it's said actually they don't do this because they're worried that ghosting would ruin their career, which is I think as a millennial I can relate to. It's a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I always worry every time I, if I don't say something that I should have said something and if I did say something that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is weird that I talk for a living. Yeah, it is true. That is true. You don't have that problem here, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, maybe they are addicted to job interviews. You get free coffee and water. People are nice to no, you. No, why are we being nice about this? They're, it's not even a generation thing. I had, I'm X, and we've got a ton of morons in our group, too. Yeah. And some of them we have to call in-laws. So, <laughs> you know, the one has always got the get-rich-quick scheme, and he's got all the codes for Bitcoin. He just needs your money to unlock it. <laughs> At least have the decency to be a Nigerian prince before you. <laughs> the problem is this younger group, and I watched this. I watched this go down this weekend with my kids. Everybody thinks they're famous. Mm. So when they they the accountability, like so here's, and I wanted to explain it to me. So you decided you wanted a job. You got up before three p.m. <laughs> did some form of grooming. <laughs> Ubered to the job interview, which you stayed up all night practicing your lies about how you were not a lower than C grade student in college, and you got a really cool career in influencing getting ready to start, which you're working on. You went to that interview, and they were dumb enough to give you a job. You went home, you bragged about it, you were doing your thing, and then you... And then you... I think I just killed one of my kids on my phone. But, uh, and then you, where was I? And then you wait for your first day to go on your TikTok or Facebook and say, ghost to the job today, burn, for four people to tell you, you're so brave. Yeah. You're such a badass. Because apparently, hold on, because when I was coming up, we had these funny things called missed meal cramps and keeping the light bill on because Generation X parents answer when you ask them for the money was usually what I just did to my phone. Click. <laughs> Andrew, did this ever happen in your restaurant business world where people would? Yeah, oh, it has to because hostesses, waiter, like they're very promiscuous with their careers. <laughs> and, and with their time, and with their yeah. time. Look, the thing is, is that this happens every single day. I mean, we've got job postings, you know, busters, runners, bartenders, dishwashers, and every single day we get ghosted. What we started to do was kind of like a doctor's office policy where we take your credit card before the interview, <laughs> and if you don't show up for the interview, we charge you $100. <laughs> Our sales have gone up like 600% weekly. <laughs> but but to get, get into some of the psychology behind this, the reason these people, because I actually, it's funny, somebody ghosted for a job interview, we reposted the job four months later, they applied again, and I reached out to them. I'm like, you ghosted the first interview. They actually reached back out, and they were like, no, it's social anxiety. I started driving there. I started panicking. I didn't know how to interact with somebody. I'm like, look, you know, I'm going to call your bluff. Come in. Let's have the interview. They've now been working for us for two years, wow. and they truly did have social anxiety because everyone's in their phone these days, and they don't understand how to interact with people. So, um, And that that's person was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, it was. And they're now the interviewer. Yes. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I don't know. I just like saying that. I cannot wait for Black History Month to hurry up <laughs> and just get over it. All right. Out of time. Thank you, Andrew Gruel, Charlie Arnold, Kat Tyrus, our studio audience. I'm Greg Dunfeld. I love you, America. 
Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.